Hello guys, welcome to the FPM Manor Podcast Show. I'm your host, FPM Manor, and god damn it, it's been a long, um, crazy ass double game week. There's a lot of drama that went, that, you know, that went on during game week 20. Um, we have, as, as in, there was a lot of drama, as there was a lot of frustrating slash entertaining moments. We had, um, KDB getting arrested. Um, a few hours ago against Tottenham because um, he did not was absent in training also, so that was kind of expected. Um, no goals for Harry Kane, no clean sheet for Spurs defense in this double game week. However, the likes of Rashford got a goal in the Manchester derby. Bruno got um, finished with um, double digits of 16 points. Maris finished with a huge return against Spurs. That is 19 points in total in the double game week. Odegaard also got on, um, on the score sheet for Arsenal. Newcastle clean sheet record still remains untamed. Um, Brighton walking over Liverpool with a 3-0 win. Um, easy win with likes of Mitoma, Solimach were all on the score sheet. Also, Ferguson got a attacking return, like an assist against Liverpool. Modric signing for Chelsea instead of joining Arsenal. For a team, Arsenal have been chasing Mudrik like since last summer, or since the beginning of this, um, the season, and he, you know, always wanting to change wheels, joining Chelsea. What does this mean for us in FPL? Arsenal also going forward to sign a not so expected signing, Trossard, but he is an Arsenal player now. And let's not forget the offside goal given to Mario in the Manchester Derby game. So there were lots of drama that really unfolded in the world of, you know, Premier League football slash FPL. However, tonight my focus will be on what do we do um, with our picks such as Bruno? Should we consider a move for Bruno? Finishing with 16 points seems to be on a consistent of forms going forward. Um, do we go... Triple Arsenal midfield. We know we have most of us have Matsnili. Um, some of us have Saka. Some of us have Odegaard, but we don't have the three. Should we ignore the White and Ramsdale in the goal and just go for triple Arsenal midfield? Um, what do we consider as Gnotto? I mean, Gnotto, Gnotto, that is how I pronounce his name. Um, for Leeds, who scored a brace for Leeds in the FA Cup fourth round against Cardiff City, scoring two goals. Is he that kind of player we're looking forward to getting for um, double game week 22? So there, there is lots to talk about, but this has to be a very short podcast, so I'll try and shorten it as possible. Okay, some things I'm focusing on also is... um. What do we do about the new signings? Midrick, Trossard, and what Wegos who joined Manu on loan. Um, do we take a punt on them going forward? So we'll be back for more guys. So stay tuned. And yeah, I'll give you guys the full, you know, the full gist after. So stay tuned for more. Thanks for staying with me. Um, uh, welcome back. Um, as at the time of recording, this is 1.18 a.m., the 20th of January, Friday, 2023. And um, recording live from here, FCT Abuja, in Nigeria. 
actually just got out of the shower just a few minutes ago and i was about to sleep I'm like no 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 not don't sleep do this now record it post it in the morning and let your listeners you know get to hear what you have you know your thoughts ahead of double gaming um sorry gaming 21 so but before we go into a new game week um then we have to do a recap we just have to do a recap of how game week 20 ended double game week 20 ended and um yes that brings me to my team review team review of last week so in total i got a total of 87 points <coughs> it's seven points i took a point minus four hits and um it's not been refreshed yet on this side but according to life fpl my seven points is locked in so in total guys 83 points taking out the heat um, um i had some players who didn't turn up like kukurela who was not used for the chelsea game i could have gotten double clean sheets in that game but it is what it is um standard players were basically everyone they were they were Kepa had 10 points, Trippier had 9 points, Odegaard got on the score sheet, Saka had an assist. It's a bit underwhelming from KDB and Almirion, but it's a decent game week. Um, I don't think a lot of people got over 80 points. I, I think I saw someone 105, but basically that took me up from about 2.1 million to 1.6. So there's still hope, there's still hope. To get those green arrows and possibly make the hundred k rank, who knows? Um, eighteen game weeks to go. Let's see how we maximize that. So that's my team review. So things are going according to plan. I had a spreadsheet. If you guys remember, I have a spreadsheet where I occasionally map out my plans going forward. And what was not in my plan was um captain triple captain in Holland, and I didn't do that. I, I was not tempted. I was tempted, but I didn't make the move. Nonetheless, I think I think that was satisfactory because Haaland just got a goal in the double game. Pretty disappointing for those who triple captained him, but um, I think it's best to keep it for later. We just don't know when that TC is much needed. And it might be needed on you know, someone that might not be Haaland. Also, I escaped from the claws of... Man United defenders, um, who those who own him, those that have lives of Shaw, those that have lives of the air. Um, thanks to an Ulisse free kick that came at the 90th minute to draw Crystal Palace level against United. So, um, thank you, thank you, Ulisse. We appreciate you. Thank you because of you, I have a lot of green arrows this week. So, before I go into the show like proper, I would like to use little bit of three minutes thereabouts i can set a timer to just discuss my club man city and our performance during this double gaming i hope that won't bother you guys okay thank you so much and i start now so during um since big season starts there have been some changes in how pep wants his team to play based on how he wants to Basically, when another like title or so for you know for City has as as he has done four or five times, um, recent years. However, 
is is um, the the defense has a little bit on navy like it's not been it's not been sturdy. We have considering cheap goals like those that watch the game tonight against Spurs could see City were building holding possession, and all of a sudden Ederson passes and miss and you, you, you know it's being crowded and before you know Kulisesi gets the goal and two minutes time Iara goal comes in from. Emerson so it's a lot of clumsy stuff like okay against United also considering two goals in two minutes so a lot of clumsy stuff has been going on I, I would like this junction to talk about the offside goal that was given for United we all know that was an offside right like we all know <laughs> not I'm not trying to be like biased but we all know like based on the rules Rashford literally went and was following the ball. Supposing he stood still and let the ball pass, it would have been a different consideration. But he literally shielded the ball and let it go for Bruno to score. But who cares? The deal has been done. Uh, moving on, City later won the game tonight again, um, a few hours ago, rather, against Spurs. Uh, electric win, but however, Pep has said it. The boys are too comfortable, maybe because a few of them have won the titles in a few years so he has to um, make more changes so you see the likes of Rico Lewis playing first team football because he's not trusting those defenders those players that are supposed to get those points well, however it is where the city uh under toes now making sure at least Arsenal don't walk away with the title so see give me 38 right let's see how it ends so that will be my three minutes talk on City. Moving on to my questions of the week. Um, I tweeted something earlier this week, um, talking about um, talking about a few players, like um, yes, Bruno. Bruno finished with sixteen points. Now, unfortunately for me, I felt sad because I had Bruno from game week seventeen when the Premier League restarted. Um, but he was not getting a lot of points, quite all right. And I plan was to hold him to game week 18. So that was 17, 18, 19. Yes, game week 19, rather. So after the Wolves game, I took um, Bruno out. However, Bruno have gotten more points than when I had him, getting double, you know, double digits hold. I knew he would perform because most likely Bruno does better when he doesn't have that kind of overall personality like Ronaldo that was kind of this, the, <laughs> reducing his attacking input or output I don't know but um, the question now is are we considering a move for Bruno I think it is a good move you could try however do you have the funds to fund to get him Bruno price at 9.8 could you get a price rise soon I don't know. Depends on how his his form consistently, you know, continue to improve. But um, would you rather save cash and roll the transfer, or will you bring Bruno now? So my United play us now this mid this weekend double game twenty one. Um, I like the idea of bringing Bruno. He's somewhat future proof. However. If you could roll the transfer ahead of game double game in twenty two, which is very possible, we have news that Man United could get a double game against um Leeds, and also who else are they playing that week? I'll check. 
double gaming is possible for them and palace yes so we could just roll the transfer and bring in bro there then going back to my question on triple arsenal midfield do we need more arsenal midfielders like the likes of Odegaard is currently the top scorer for arsenal it goes in the league um martinelli also have about five six goals same applies for um, saka so the question is do we go for triple arsenal midfield i feel the answer to this is simple if you have two for now just hold on to them because there are a lot of midfielders that are doing well we have mitoma solimach mares that actually stand two out tonight will get a lot of clicks on his head concerning fpo and you know a lot of options they see Amion that has not really been firing as he was but um <laughs> there's me even do a detail here to talk about Amion. okay to answer the answer question if you have too many feathers you can hold them for now triple let's see how the double game with um 23 goals before then hopefully no asna mayfeather gets injured nonetheless remember asna signed the new at new attacker to, as a form of depth and um, trusted so let's see how that goes for now two is okay but going back to my question amira i noticed i noticed uh, especially on a good chat i'm in now uh, uh, fpl fanatics i noticed there were complaints that we took my own form so you must basically scored 19 points matching up the likes of maris who scored 19 points against um both teams in the double game week so people were like why do i need the likes of Amiron, who is not, you know, getting those goals he was getting for like like last three weeks. So my answer is to you guys is this: for anyone who is frustrated, Amiron returns. Calm down. Calm down. Like Amiron has nine goals in the league so far, and this is someone that literally got was in a situation where he was getting equal passes in or three goals in a season max. And so we all know that um his form was was a little bit it was very high, but there's a bit of over over performance to it. That's what I'll use. And he but you remember his still price below six. Um if I were you, I'll keep Amir in my team till when the doubles roll in again. Um, we'll see my you might have another double in double game in twenty two. If you don't need Amiron before that double game you could consider bringing another player in like mitoma we consider bringing in the likes of um well let's say anthony no no you can save your transfer till 23 if you wish but um for now just keep armor on just keep him your team but i see the temptation i see the temptation leicester brighton are playing leicester who are not winning as they were um after the whole um away with shalina with madison out it's going to be difficult but i think for 21 just hold on let's see how 22 unfolds and you know the rest so that's i'm answering that question indirectly but let's just move on from that um okay among my questions i asked i got asked um i've answered one of bruno is not all the real the okay i'll answer that later uh or do you do kukurela answer that later okay moving on to players to look out for heading into game week 21 now this is quite this is quite uh 
a lovely session because a lot of midfielders on form. I think right now, if you're not playing a 3 5 2, what are you playing actually? Because okay, I think 4 3 is still fine. Tony could be the third forward, so you could have a Kane, Haaland, Tony sort of front three because you cannot definitely rely on Mitrovic who missed the penalty against Newcastle. He could have literally made it tears for most of us or most owners that had double Newcastle defence. But he missed his penalty. He scored his penalty actually. But there is this rule about just making one touch before hitting the ball and he on the process of kicking the ball in he collided his left foot. So that's struck off the goal. So Quite unfortunate for those who are Mitrovic, as I sold him. So, uh, it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, I believe it will, it will come through soon. Fulham have to do more. They have to consistently try and get more points and stay up the table so they will not they will avoid relegation. So, moving on, I don't want to, I don't want to lose focus. Um, players, who are the players to look out for? For um, the game 21. I think I've casually mentioned a few. Soli match is up there. Do you know as Soli match? If I quickly check um his stats since the restart of the Premier League, Soli match has literally scored I don't know. Okay, give me seventeen two points, give me eighteen seven points. Okay, this is me too man. Soli match, Soli match, yes, five point one. Game week 17, 13 points. Game week 18, 1 point. Game week 19, 11 points. Game week 20, 19 points. So if I want to average that, so that's 19. 19 plus 11 plus 13 plus 1. Divide 4 game weeks. It's averaging 11 points per game week. That is insane. So I feel Solimatch is on the same form. And his ownership is still very low. Price at three point seven. He's one I would look forward to. Some I I know someone that literally sold Mitoma, and brought in <laughs> Soli match. I see why you did that, but that's quite insane. But I see I see the reason why because Brighton has so much fun down. They're so good. I don't know maybe because of the way um the manager did not like how Trossard was being. So, so I'm sort of lazy under under his style of management and he has sold him to Arsenal. I feel that has helped so the match positioning or something. I will do more analysis on that. I, I saw one by all about FPL, an article on how Solimatch match has improved under the new manager during the restart. So I, I will try and tell you guys on that article if I run into it again. But you can see he's on quite on, on a good run of form. So Soli Match is on that list. Price at 5.1 million. Less than 5% ownership. He is on the list. Also goes for Mitoma. However, as I mentioned, you still need to exercise patience because according to information from Brent Quilling, it's possible Brighton will have a blank gimmick before they get a double gimmick. So if you are bringing in Brighton assets, try and bring in just one instead of two. Because the blanks is coming for them from and that is like game week twenty-five. But I won't I won't I won't go into that topic for now. Just take note of that. So we have Brian Solimach, Mitoma, Mares. Okay. I don't like mentioning Mares, but he has I mentioned him last week actually among my topics. 
for the city players that if you're not going for a third city midfielder you could go for a defender and that midfielder was maris and he has gotten since the restart maris has gotten more minutes than expected actually he has only been rested in one game or so in the premier league so far has gotten the last five games currently he has gotten in the league he has gotten four starts playing over 80 minutes and one assist one assist here and there then two goals and assists today do we need to bring in maris currently priced at 7.5 million still those that own maris this week are the real ogs you understand they don't really got the points but looking at pep system it seems to favor how maris plays on the wild him and Grealish. if you watch closely you could see the sort of cohesion to how the team attacks so Maris could be that player you could look out for. Um, he's on form. I don't think Pep always plays his best in form player. So at least for the Wolves game coming next week, he's needed, very much needed. So I'll I'll look at Maris if I want to take a, a very strong point for um, going forward. So there are a lot of a lot of options, and most of them are the midfielders. However. Newcastle defense also pose a very interesting option. So we all know Trippier is like the OG of points in terms of defense. However, do you know the likes of Dan Bond, the likes of um Botsman, the likes of um Fabian Share have gotten straight five clean sheets in the last five games in Premier League. So against Chelsea, they got a clean sheet at home with a win in game sixteen. After the restart, a clean sheet against um, Leicester, against Leeds, a clean sheet, against Arsenal, a clean sheet, against Fulham last week, which was a little bit dodgy, but a clean sheet also. So, are we ignoring? I know most of us have Botman and Trippier or Fabian Scheer, but we need more the Newcastle defenders. I feel at this point, if you can triple, go for it. Um, But you have to take note, there is also a tendency that um, Newcastle gets a blank game week coming for game week 25 but when, i think when we reach that bridge we'll cross it so players look out for mostly the midfielders the advance on from attackers possibly brian uh, i'll just say ivan tony he is the go-to striker he's on penalties he's very consistent for brighton i said sorry forgive me very consistent for brentford so far so uh however that's that ban, that possible ban for him involving gambling is what is just the the worrying, the you know, the yastic where everyone just wants to avoid. So I see that. But um a lot of um, current Tony owners don't care because he is consistently scoring. So if I don't know if you could risk it, if you could risk it, why not? But personally I'm not going for him till I see how that plays out. So yeah. So among the fours is just Tony for me. I'll look out for. Now this goes back to my other questions. Before we head into the question part, um, I have a little bit of forward thinking to talk about. So there's an easy chance for a double game week twenty two. So the likes of Leeds and minus Manchester United could get a double game week according to predictions from our FPL analyst Ben Krillin. Um, we anticipate that due to the FA Cup fixtures and the rest, it could be a chance where United and Leeds get a double game week. 
but they play each other and um, play other teams also during that week like the way we all experienced one uh, so this brings me to which players should we look out for and one of them is Nongto Gonanto, Gonanto, I don't have to pronounce it, please forgive me. Um, Nonto, I would just ignore the G. Nonto is one of those players I'm looking out for. Um, he is priced at 5 million. Two goals for him in, um, the game against, um, Cardiff, I mentioned initially. He seems to be irregular now. More minutes for him, um, over Somerville on the left, even over Greenwood. So he is the most consistent player currently for them. And Leicester played this knife, I call it like this knife, like not when you put a hot knife through butter and it just cuts through straight. Like there's this knife counter formation that they play where they just cut through the defense and, you know, easily just get a few goals on the counter. And um, Gonanto is that blessing I'm looking out for. If otherwise, I would maybe check out Rodrigo. Um, I'm not touching their defense, but for least those are those assets I'm looking forward to. Bruno, I've mentioned several leagues also on the list. Um, it's, it remains to be seen if um, we need more of the defenders, but possibly they have two home games in that double game week, as it's speculated. So you could get a Man United defender. There is still Dalo out, so let's one is an option. Um, Luxor is the obvious option there. He got it currently got a price at 5.2. So, someone like myself could make a move for him, then time will tell. So, yeah, so those are the players I'm looking out for in a possible double game in 22. Now, this brings me to second to the last part of the session the QA session. So, um, I got a question for Fantasy Tipsters. Well done, Fantasy Tipsters. Thank you for engaging this week. Um, he said, what do we do? Who are the best three pool Arsenal assets? And I think it's a little bit obvious now, right? Um, Bukayo Sakai is basically involved in most of the goals. Um, so I'll say he's one of the best. He's on penalties also. So he's one of the best. Based on form, I'll pick Odegaard as one of the best. Arsenal picks. Um... So, but you could go for one of him or Martinelli. Most of us have Martinelli, so it's difficult to go for go for Odegaard. As I mentioned, there's also triple Arsenal midfield as an option. But for me, I'll say the best three Arsenal assets I'll consider is Odegaard based on form, Saka based on relevance and importance of how Arsenal play. Martinelli is also there, but I'm not picking him instead. I'm going to pick an Arsenal defender, possibly White, because he's also involved in the clean sheets and once in a while um, attacking returns for Arsenal. Plus, his minutes are secured. So, bodyguard, White, and Bukayo Saka. So, those are my top three Arsenal players, I would say, are the best going forward. Especially in the double game league that we have, double game league 23 coming soon. So, yeah. So, back to my questions. What do we do with Kukurela? So this question is for myself. What do I do with Kukurela? Kukurela has gotten zero starts in the last two games. For Chelsea. And it looks like um Lewis Hall is playing over him. Has he lost his shirt? I'm not sure. So it's quite dicey and I don't want to take that risk of starting a defender who may not 
get more minutes, especially now that they play Chelsea, Liverpool away from home. The early game on Saturday, 12.30, West African time. I'm going to ignore Kukurela. I'm going to move him on, move him out. Sorry, I'm going to not ignore him. I'm going to move him out and bring in a Newcastle defender. Yeah, I just mentioned they had five straight clean sheets in the last five games. I mean, it's, it looks like I missed that boss, but I just want to connect to that particular network and see if I can get more clean sheets from Newcastle defense. So, um, besides that, maybe a bright, fair defender, the likes of me, the likes of um, Pinock and the right, you know, all of them, I don't know. I'm not really a fan of Brentford defense, but it could be an option on the table. So, but Newcastle is drawing me closer. Then, who do we take a point on? That is my last question for the Q&A segment. Who do we take a point on? This was be short. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, guys. But I'll make this quick and end it very soon. Who should we take a put on on the new signings? So so far so good. We have a little bit of um statement signings. Chelsea stealing up or hijacking the transfer bid and going for Mudrick. Do we think he's the guy that will give us points? Currently priced at seven million. I know a few friends have brought Mudrick, even considering captain him because. Trent is so useless on that right wing back position. Um, could he be that guy? Could you take a put on him? I was, I say wait and see. He's coming from a very, um, he's coming from the Ukrainian league. He has not played in minutes outside his country before now, and he's very young. He's literally doesn't have that experience of Premier League, but he was fantastic in the Champions League group stages. For those that play Champions League fantasy, you will know. That about Modric before now. So, do I bring Modric? I'll say wait and see. Um, let's see how it turns up in the next two games, if he starts even in the game against Liverpool. Next one, do I consider Trossard wait and see also? He has not been playing regularly for Brighton before now, so his fitness will not be as high as um, the likes of um, Martinelli Saka. Where does he understand? Where does he fit into all this? Does he play straight up front as the number nine ahead of Nikita because he has playing as a forward so far this is does he go on back to his wing position as a left winger and does Martinelli move forward or does he go to wing back position because we know he has played wing back for Brighton so it depends we need to wait and see how he fits into the new team however um Wagos has also played the game for Man United um currently in the last game and I asked a question on Twitter um, because I didn't watch the game and I asked a question on Twitter asking how Web was performed when his Premier League returns and whether you fa- you guys fancy him as an FPL pick going forward or are we still on Marshall FC and I got some interesting response okay first person here FPL pretender said um, neither he's not considering Web was that there are better options everywhere Good, good and fine, yeah. Introvi- um, Tony, as I mentioned, is a good option. Um, someone else, Groot, Woshi Groot, said, I should not even consider it. I should not think about him, okay? I didn't know why. Then um, we have Happiness saying for double game in 22, Bruno first, Ericsson next, then maybe Regos. Okay, so Regos is not all high on the shortlist. So, um, Katari all the way at Luxury FC said, FPL rather said, um, 
the way United played yesterday didn't help him to contribute something. So I don't fancy him as an FP option. So that's three people that don't care about where it goes. Okay, personally, someone said I'll look elsewhere FC. So not a lot of Regos fans. Then I got more detailed response from two users. The FPL Bonk said um, he was pretty anonymous from start to finish. United need a different style to make the most of him. Good in the air, but chronically slow on the ground. To be honest, he's a slow player, so I won't use that to judge him. I su suggest avoiding the wag until Manchester United decide whether to win that style. So that's a fair detailed response. So basically, he was not playing so much well against Palace. Um, so yeah, I'll, so it, it what anonymous though it made him look like he was pretty underwhelming, but I feel he's a watch and see also based on this response. I think the last response here, FPL Blues podcast, shout out to you guys, said he was fine, had one quality headed chance, but otherwise no shot on target. With Rashford and Bruno in form, confidence in Manchester United triple up is better structured with two of them as Bruno and Rashford and a defender slash goalkeeper. So from based on this response, it looks like Rigos is also a wait and see or possible avoid because his first game was poor, but I won't use that to judge his performance. He just returned to the Premier League. He has been in the Turkish leagues, Turkish Super League so far. So um let's see how he adapts to the team and from there we could make our assessment on whether he is a needed signing. So I'm feeling to be sleeping and I want to wrap this up. I started around 1.18. Time right now is 1.46. That's almost for 30 minutes plus in. I'm trying to wrap this up and looking at my team review for Game Week 21. So looking at the team for Game 21, one change has been made, one transfer has been made. And if you know, if you're listening, you know I've I would have done, I've said it by now. Cucurella has gone out. He has not been playing well. He has not been complaining at all for the Potter. So I need to find a solution elsewhere. And I've brought in a Newcastle defender. Naturally, I could have rushed through this transfer and start planning ahead of the double game in 22. However, I need to just make that change. It's quite needed. I can't, I don't feel I need to start. Um, Kaiwoka Peters, who is playing for a Southampton currently 20th on the table. Um, clean sheet odds are pretty low, especially against a team like Aston Villa. So, yeah, that is the reason why I did that. So, my team overall is Akepa in gold, Trippier, White, Bond, Amirion, Rashford, Odegaard, um, Kevin De Bruyne, Bukayo Saka, then um, in the front two we have Harry Kane and Haaland. Oof, that's a lot of money. Haaland gets the armband again because he's Haaland. He just needs one touch to score and we saw that tonight. So I trust in him to get City more goals and also help FPL managers do better. On the bench we have Ward, Kaiwoka Peters, Sri Lanka, who was missing for the last game against Brentford. Um, he's my second sub there. He appears to be to be out for the next game. I'm Peterson on the bench. So that's my team review for 
game week 21 i wish you guys best of luck um i think i've answered every question and i tried to make this short but unfortunately it's going to be about 20 30 minutes long 33 minutes long currently so um if you are currently here to this particular side congrats you have done well for this thing well done guys um enjoy a blessed game week ahead if you have any questions concerning your team if you're not sure what route to take Please message me at the FPL Manor on Twitter, on Instagram. I will see your message, trust me, before the weekend and I'll respond to you quickly. Also, feel free to message me if you want to join our FPL group chat, WhatsApp group chat. We have on Twitter and we have our WhatsApp. We call it the FPL Fanatics. You can feel free to join our group chat. We discuss a lot on there. Uh, you can message me directly from there also. I will not ignore your message out i'm very much receptive to questions sent in in fact currently last night um i made some predictions for the city game saying like my pair needs to stampede tottenham and all of that and kdb should be rested and what have you and funny enough i wanted alvarez and alan to start and they started and i wanted the city win with over 2.5 and it happened so um um so those are the little gist you missed out if you you were not on the group chat but there's still an opportunity to join the group chat however you just need to message me and i'll add you privately uh, and i'll send the link to you for you to join so that brings us to the end of this podcast if you're st- if you're still here honestly big thumbs up you are doing well and more than wish you blessed um, game week ahead and may your arrows be green bye bye